0: Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast radio show coming to you on this Sunday, June the 5th, 2022. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, I'm talking about vacation and how it can improve your health and relationship in a handful of ways. But before I jump into that, real quick, some housekeeping stuff. Again, reminder, the Jeremy Sky Fitness app is live. I believe we are in week number three here, and there is a lot of you guys in there. So first, thank you. Uh, very humbled by it. I have been spending a lot, a lot of time on this, as has Heather, as has basically the whole team here um, behind it, loading a ton of stuff consistently always. If you guys want to check it out, JeremyScottFitness.com. Not jermyscoffitness.com, lose my mind. Jermyscoffitness.app. So jermyscoffitness.app. You guys can get the first month for a dollar, which is pretty sick. I believe after that it's like 15 bucks a month. Or if you do the whole year, which I would just advise you to do, it's way cheaper. It ends up being like 20 some cents a day, which is pretty sick. All my weekly workouts are in there um, every week. Uh, They get updated every Sunday night. Full programs in there deep on nutrition, mobility, upper body, lower body, you name it. There's so much stuff that's going to be going in there. We have a new program launching inside of that. Uh, I believe next Sunday, a new program is going to be loaded. And then I do have a pretty uh, amazing transformation challenge that's going to be in there in July where we're we're doing a pretty sweet giveaway. Um, I can't say too much about it now but that is coming down the pipe so if you guys want to get in there um, a lot of really cool stuff and again we can work with anybody anywhere regardless of budget or where you live if you have an apple android phone even one of those probably weird uh big number old people phones i think you can maybe get the app on there too so if you want to check it out app for a buck and then uh once you're in there i'm happy to answer all your questions and help you guys from there and you guys already know the podcast is brought to you by my homies at athletic greens the one thing i take every single day I was just in Hawaii, took all the travel packs with me. They helped a ton. I never leave home without it, and I don't think you should either. If you want to pick up Athletic Greens and get a year's supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs, you can go to the site, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott. It's in the show notes, and you get all the free stuff. If you take 14 different pills, this replaces that. This is the antioxidant equivalent to 10 12 servings of fruits and veggies with a probiotic in there and digestive enzymes. It's a multivitamin on steroids, times 100. I would urge you guys to check it out. If you've never tried it, and you want to hit me up. I'll have Monica send you a free travel pack right to your front door. You can try it and then get hooked up with all the free stuff from there. So again, I'm happy to send you a free sample if you want it. It is the best tasting greens on the planet. Uh, it's as close to like a milkshake as you're probably going to get in terms of greens. And it's good for you. That's the, the takeaway. So if you guys want to check it out athleticgreenscom slash Jeremy Scott or hit me up for a free travel pack. And quick shout out to our sponsors at dryfarmwines.com slash Jeremy Scott Fitness. This is the organic wine that we keep at our house. Again, very few wines are on the level of what Dry Farms is actually doing. Probably like 0.01% of the world's wines meet their criteria. So if you're a wine drinker and you're going to drink it, this is the way I would go, especially because it's the healthier option. I think you'll feel less... Trashy if you drink it, if that's a word, just trashy a word.
1: Yes. You yeah. won't feel like hot trash.
0: Exactly. Um, right now the offer is if you order a bottle, you get the next bottle for a penny. So it's basically buy one, get one off. Uh, they're great for gifts. There's subscription services. You name it. Uh, DriveFarmsWines.com com/slash/JeremyScottFitness And you guys can get hooked up again. All these are going to be in the show notes if you guys get lost along the way here. And then quick shout out to our friends at Beam CBD, beamtlc.com. The code is Jeremy Scott. You get 20% off all products, 35% off all subscriptions. The CBD product, uh, Dream, that they have, there's no THC in it. Uh, it won't get you high. It's not groggy. It's not habit forming, but it does help you get to sleep and stay asleep. I take this not every night, but probably four or five nights. And I do find I get a deeper restful sleep. Uh, I don't need it every night. That's the thing. Same here. Yeah. Like the days where I get up, um, here, I'll put it this way. The days where I know I have to get up and just do something drastic, like maybe I won't take it. And then there's certain days where I'm like, you know what? I need to make sure I fall asleep tonight. So I'm going to take it instantly. Sometimes I know my body can naturally do it. And then sometimes I think my brain is just on high. Right and i'll take it
1: and for me like i'll be traveling this week for work so i'm definitely gonna pack it with me and athletic greens because those are like my two go-tos when i'm traveling for work and for vacation too like we took it in hawaii as well
0: oh yeah and i do the the pills uh capsules if you will Mm -hmm. those are great um in the summertime here it's different where you live it might not be 120 degrees when it's super hot here the Powdered version of Dream, we tend not to take. Now, they do have a new salted caramel flavor, and the original is awesome too. Mm-hmm. It's like a cinnamon chocolate, and it's great. So, it's a nice nightcap. So, if you're in the habit right now of like always drinking booze at night or doing something that's unhealthy, this is a great way to kind of end your night before you go to sleep.
1: Yeah, you can make it, you know, if you drink tea at night, or um, you can make it like in the time, like a hot cocoa. This new flavor, I want to actually do like an iced ver- version now that it's summer. I think I'll just do like some sort of nut milk and a little bit of ice and water and then mix it that way.
0: I do like that. So mm-hmm. if you're like a late night coffee drinker, this could be the replacement for that before you go to bed. Who's so.
1: drinking coffee late
0: at night? Uh, your mom. <laughs> Bro, your mom makes I coffee mean, at like seven o'clock at night.
1: No, I think the, it's like six, maybe. maybe. F-
0: oh, I'm sorry. Six p.m. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> is this true, though?
1: I get on. She like
0: she like. Hey, can I make coffee? I go. Cindy, it's the next day she's
1: like, God, I get just got zero sleep, and <laughs> you drink coffee all day. Yeah,
0: you would be like, Well, what, Jeremy? What are you doing? Well, I'm just slamming a rock star quick. It's 10 p.m. Well, I couldn't sleep. Well, I wonder why. So, if that's if you're like Cindy, um, Maybe go ahead. Do a swap. <laughs> yeah. So, bmtlc.com, code is Jeremy Scott to get you guys all of the discounts. Uh, and then shout out to my friends at JLab Pro. JeremyScottFitness.JLabPro.com. Uh, this is where we get our protein, our turmeric, our collagen, and our curl oils. I think I have an individual discount for each right now, but they do have a Labor Day sale still going on. So hit me up for it. I think it's MD30, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. So I've known Jay for 10 years, love their products. Uh, he's a great dude. They make great stuff. That's why we work with them. Uh, so Fitness dot jlebpro.com to get hooked up there, and last but not least, shout out to our friends at Kettle and Fire Bone Broth. This is the bone broth we take for, I eat because the flavor is honestly the best by far. But for gut health, digestion, um, hair, skin, nail support, which Lord knows we all need, they do say it can uh, support better sleep, obviously joint mobility, and again, their bone broth. Not only does it taste the best, I have not found one that matches it, but they don't mess around with ingredients. You're talking bones. And chicken, humanely raised, no antibiotics, no hormones, grass-fed, grass-finished, no additives, preservatives, basically no bullshit. So if you guys want to check it out, um, this code is SCOTT20ALWAYS uh, on the Kettle and Fire site. And we have a link, obviously, in the show notes if you want to get hooked up with that. And if you're talking like how to stay healthy, build your immune system, and not be sick or something to...
1: Improve your gut health.
0: This is something that I would throw into your life. And it tastes
1: good. And also... The research points to helping with your skin, your hair, because of the collagen in it. Um, But it's great to cook with. So I definitely use it for different recipes. Um, You know, maybe a recipe calls for chicken broth, and I would do the chicken bone broth or beef bone broth. Um, But I also just like to sip on it as a snack because it's a high-protein snack, and it's just an easy way if you're kind of in between meals and you're... Feeling a little bit hungry is just a great way to um, get a high-protein snack in.
0: Yeah, especially if you're somebody who struggles with eating enough protein. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, uh, for whatever reason, like you can't eat a pound of meat a day or more, like myself, uh, the bone broth is easy. Obviously, it's liquid, takes up no stomach volume. It is filling for, mm-hmm. for what it is. Uh, but it, again, what's a, I think a, a little container is probably 20 to 30 grams of protein, uh, just that in itself. Honestly, if you're a person who makes like soups, uh, chicken soup, those things. A lot of this, honestly, in the app, we're going to share these recipes in there. Um, All the guides are in there that we always talk about. If you guys want some of them, I can send them. Uh, like our supplement guide, our our protein smoothie guides, all these healthy recipes. We use a lot of these things. I don't just talk shit on here just to sell a product. That's not what we do. We work with all these guys because we take these things. If you came to my house, I'm happy to give you a kitchen tour. This is actually what's in there, and I wouldn't talk about it if I didn't think it could help you.
1: I need to um, incorporate it now that it's hot and summertime. I want to do, like, cold soup recipes. There's a a lot of different cold soups I need to I don't know if I've ever had a cold soup. I have, like, a lot of our restaurants at, just being in the hospitality industry, the hotels, um, usually, like, the more luxury properties, there's always a cold soup.
0: Well, the types of hotels I was staying at as a kid, there wasn't a lot of uh, (laughs) cold soup options for me. So, anyways, moving forward. We're talking about vacations uh, and how it can be good for your health and relationships. And I'm going to go a ton of directions here. Uh, first, when I say vacations, I just need to make it crystal clear. It doesn't have to be this extravagant, crazy thing. Uh, getting away, resetting, escapism, doing things you like that are outside of your normal environment can be a vacation. And when I say improves your health, it doesn't have to mean just like your physical health, like makes you shredded, your your mental health, your emotional health. There's, there's a lot of things that are going to go into this. So again, just so we're crystal clear, a vacation doesn't have to mean some of the trips, the bigger trips Heather and I have taken, you know, some of the fancy stuff you see. I know the world is weird right now. Shit is crazy expensive across the board. So I'm not saying it has to be in that It could context. literally be
1: camping. Camping yeah. is still a vacation. And we're talking about vacation time, taking time yes. off from your work and getting away.
0: And again, so just so we're crystal clear here. Now, if camping for you seems like, you know, miserable, don't do that. But if you love it. But like there's
1: now all those like cool glamping. See, that's like so tent, fake though. Like luxury tent camping.
0: Ben They're did probably
1: the same cost as a hotel. Didn't Ben
0: do that before? Yeah. It's you could like do
1: them at like all the national parks pretty much now. And
0: Yeah. Or you could do your own like, again, mm-hmm. if you're, if you enjoy that.
1: Or get like a tiny house or rent a cabin, you know.
0: I could be down for a tiny house. And the cabin stuff is cool, too. You can find cheap enough stuff, too, like that. Anyways, that's what we're saying when I say vacation time. So I'm not just saying, like, hey, man, you got to go to Positano and, you know, go on a private jet. And, like, that's not what this is. So it can be anything in context. So with that, obviously, we just got back from uh, Hawaii uh, a week ago.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Just about. Feels so like so much longer. longer. I
1: know. Take me back.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. It was great. Uh, normal. It's
1: amazing as always. If you've never been to Hawaii and Maui specific, specifically is, I think it's my favorite island because it really has the best of everything. It kind of takes each of the islands and puts it all together in Maui, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I like them all. Uh, Maui's probably my favorite too. Um, yeah, it, but people ask me like, How was your trip?" I'm like, "It's Hawaii," you know. I it, know. It doesn't suck, dude, but that's like that. It works for us. Like, we like it. I think anybody can enjoy it. They really can. There's I,
1: never a bad time to go. The weather is always amazing. There's just so much to do.
0: Because we've been summertime. Mm-hmm. I've been wintertime.
1: I've been all seasons.
0: Yeah. Like around Christmas, I've been. We've been just now. We, I mean, it's great. It really is an amazing place. If you ever get a chance, you know, and, you know, depending where you live in America, like, obviously, I grew up in the Midwest. And we would go in college and obviously play there. But that's a trek. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's like us now going to, like, Europe. It, yeah. it really is. If you're on the West Coast and you haven't been and you can swing it uh, and save for it, like a bucket list trip maybe, I, it is worth it. I, I don't think anybody was going to come back and be like, man, Maui sucks.
1: It's just, like, so relaxing to know that you're escaping the mainland and you're on the islands but you are still in the U.S., so it's just kind of the best of everything.
0: Yeah, everybody's super nice. Mm-hmm. Easy to drive, easy to get around, easy to navigate.
1: Good food. You just have to go find it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's so a much lot f-
1: of great food trucks. Yeah, that's what if I would you say. really want like the legit fish, fish, fresh caught fish, and you can get it at like the the fancy restaurants. But if you don't want to deal with trying trying to get a r- nice restaurant reservation right now, is just like you literally have to plan months out before your trip, and I wasn't going to do that so
0: no, we ate at one legit restaurant at our
1: so we stayed at the Wailea Beach Marriott Resort, which I highly recommend. We've stayed there before, but it was several years ago and they've a lot of improved improvements, renovations have been done and we just had they really spoiled us, took great care of us, and it really is the best location. Other than Kapalua, um, in my opinion, to stay at.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was happy to be there. And again, we did the, you know. One- Humble
1: Kitchen is the restaurant there. And yeah. that was really good seafood.
0: But everything else we did food trucks.
1: Yeah.
0: No, oh. the food there is, because Roy Yamaguchi. So the guy, Roy's, mm-hmm. if you guys know Roy's, like that's the, the new concept there. It was great. And uh, I'm a food truck fan, obviously. Like, especially the real ones. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, here's what we caught for the day. Here's what it is. It's like my, my take on everything. If you're in the environment, like you eat fish. Or like the,
1: the fish markets. Like I like going to a fish market or a fresh like poke bowl, poke fish market area.
0: But I think like there most places are, mm-hmm. it's hard to find a shitty one. Yeah. Because they all get fish like right I there. Know. Which is pretty awesome. So it was a great time. Um, I'll share, do you want me to share our catamaran story real quick? Um, so we do this and, it, and I'm just, this well, is not someone
1: new. asked us what was the best part of Maui in the vacation. So we'll talk about the best and the worst.
0: <laughs> it all, it's all, to, it's all, to, it's all together. Now I'm going to say this, this is, our, this is a luxury, um, complaint here. Uh, I am very blessed to be able to do the things I get to do today. And I, I need to preface that. So people don't like message me like you sound like an asshole. It's not that I never took a vacation as a kid. I had to get in an airplane until I was probably 14, 15, and I didn't take a real trip until college to play sports in a different place. Now, we would do that in, like, high school too, but not, like, my family didn't do vacations. We did not have the financial means to do that. It wasn't my reality. I never understood it. So what I'm going to describe here, this would have been the coolest thing for me when I was 14. My wife has spoiled me over the years doing all the awesome things we've gotten to do because of what she does for a living so now i know too much it's like and I, it ruins you it here's really the, does. This is the example i give i go if you fly first class ever in your life and then you go back to southwest seat 46b in between two people who smell and sweaty and are loud it's a different experience right i'm grateful i can fly in the southwest seat between these two weird people but it's better to be in, in a better seat. It's just the reality of it, Especially
1: because you're a big guy.
0: Yes. Yeah. And then when someone's thigh is rubbing my thigh and we're becoming <laughs> friends, it's just gross. But I'm still very blessed I can be in a metal tube flying 500 miles an hour to a place when 200 years ago I'd be like, you know, chucking a wagon across the river, you know, trying to make it through the Oregon Trail.
1: Well. And it's like, it depends on the length of the flight, like a short business trip flight. I am hundred percent fine with Southwest, but a long, as I get older <laughs> and the longer the flight is, the more room and the more comfort I need.
0: Yeah. So again, I'm just saying these are all luxury problems. So we, the best part of the trip, we do these catamaran um, tours or something similar to that. Basically every, everywhere we go. Um, I enjoy them. Heather's like addicted to the water. She loves boats. Obviously, she grew up on the water. I grew up on the beautiful Mississippi, if you guys have... Well.
1: But you had beautiful lakes there, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Mississippi is amazing. It's just real dirty. Uh, but yeah. we grew up on water, so that's kind of like our thing. And we we don't spend money on a lot of stuff. Like, that's extravagant. Obviously, you guys see me. Most of the clothes I wear are free from sponsors, We drive older vehicles, you know, Heather doesn't have like designer clothes and we just don't do like fancy people shit. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just not what we do. So if we go on a trip, we'll spend some money on the experiences because it's memories for us and it's fun. So we go and we do two different catamaran uh, trips while we're there and arguably the best one we've ever done Mm -hmm. and we've done these all over the world spain greece, greece uh, italy you, know, you, you name it we've done them they've been great we
1: usually do like a semi-private like small small group luxury catamaran or um actually in italy we did that yacht uh yeah which was awesome
0: those, that those was like
1: it was literally like and one other couple and us
0: yeah which is super cool
1: But this one had a lot of people, but it was a massive catamaran. Yes.
0: Everywhere was a great seat. Yeah. Uh, The nicest staff.
1: Full dinner. The crew was just like a five-star service. The dinner was like a three-course meal. Uh, Every full bar, everything you could ever want.
0: Yeah. You saw dolphins. There was a whale breathing. Just like a, in the, the weather was perfect, sunset was perfect. Just a, it was just a great time. They picked you up at the hotel. They dropped you off.
1: The captain went around and talked oh, to everybody. nicest dude yeah. ever.
0: And uh, you, you literally couldn't get a bad seat there. It was, uh, I mean, they, they're, whatever their training they do, it's top notch. So it was a great time. I'll, I'll never forget it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd forget you know certain material things that I've owned over the years, but I won't forget these things, for me anyway. So it's worth the, it was worth the money. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad we did it. Like, hands down, best thing that we did there, in my opinion. And there's, I I had fun doing a million things, but that's something that will always stick out to me. Now, two days before this, we we did, I would say, the worst catamaran tour that I have ever done. I
1: messed up. I know. I messed up.
0: We've done one in, in Coronado where the lady was... So shit-faced, talking shit to the captain. She couldn't even get up.
1: She didn't like any of the music he was playing. No,
0: and and it was was her birthday. She was so hammered that she couldn't even get up. So when we docked, he let us get off early and then he had to, like, deal with her later.
1: Well, the whole time they made her stay in one spot, she could not move from the back to the front. And we luckily were at the bow in the very front, so we, like, could kind of escape her, but it was a small boat.
0: Yeah, so. there was only five of us on the boat. She was one of them. <laughs> now, so that's, a, that's, what, that's what we've done in um, Coronado. We did that. And uh, this was way worse than that.
1: It was awful. And I... <clears throat>
0: so Heather just made the mistake of booking the wrong one.
1: We wanted to do, like, a snorkel. You know, there's always amazing snorkeling. We've done in Hawaii before where you see, you know, 50 sea turtles. Remember that one? Oh, my God. Then, that was awesome. And back in the day, like, growing up, we'd always go to Hawaii. That's just – it was affordable as a family growing up on the northwest, on the coast. it The flights are way better. And anyway, we would do snorkel tours as well. And so I was like, oh – He's never been to Molokini. I'm like, oh, we should do Molokini snor- snorkeling adventure.
0: So, she books the wrong one. Just to make the long story short, the one she showed me looked awesome. Now, what I showed up to was not that, and I knew within five minutes this was not going to be the thing. And well, but, first
1: we get in line, and, and the I, line just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And but I'm thinking,
0: I, I knew then. I knew when we got Well, in I was line. like,
1: maybe there's enough, it's half of it, and, like, people are going to another boat.
0: No, I, I knew. The, the It's like, you know, like, what is, like, Chappelle, like, the Chappelle show season when he's like, you know when you fucked up? Like, I knew instantly, like, this was it. And so, anyways, you get in line, you walk over to, and again, I need to say this, this is a luxury problem. Oh, yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm very happy that I was able to do it. However, I thought it was one thing. It was something Same else. Same here. We get on this boat. It's not great. I'll just leave it at that. The seat that I sat on for two hours was
1: so this like wood plank. It's
0: about ten inches wide, and it's wood slats on a plank. Now I got a big fat ass, so it was not the greatest ride I've ever taken. And so we're sitting on there. We're waiting to go. We're looking at the people, and uh, Heather is already salty. Before I'm already getting
1: like anxiety, like oh crap, now, this is going to be a horrible experience. This is not. I'm looking over at the luxury snorkeling adventure that I thought I had booked, and I was like, oh my god, they're going on that amazing, you know, sailing adventure. And we're
0: basically on like a pirate ship, and everyone's
1: having a good time, like standing up with their like cocktails and like music's going, and I'm like, oh my gosh, so, what did I just
0: do? So meanwhile, we're waiting on the pirate ship. Uh, to take to take off, and <laughs> Heather wants to bounce already. Now, typically, I would be the one who would quit first in these instances because I don't, I don't want to deal with it. I want my vacation life to be better than my normal life, and in this instance, my friends, my vacation life is way worse than my normal life. So we're sitting there, and she wants to bounce, and she's salty, and I'm like, you know what, like, I can just endure this. It's not. It's gonna be fun. I gave I,
1: you the option. I go. I know. Um. This, I know I fucked up and I don't, I don't want to do it. So you tell me if you want to do it, but I'm ready to get off right now.
0: And so we're sitting there (laughs) waiting and I'm like, wow, there's like, you know, 10 people on here. It's going to be cool. And then the captain gets on and he goes, Oh, we got a group of 18 that's, that's running late that we're waiting for. And I'm like, Oh, that doesn't sound like
1: 18. I already thought the boat was (laughs) at capacity because like people are all, there's no seats where we are in the front. And we're all stacked against each other, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me right now?" And then I just don't like big groups. I don't.
0: And uh, so the group of people uh, show up, and I'll—I need to say this, and I'm going to get to these guys in a second. This group of 18, um, I think about 15 of them don't know how to swim, which is fine. However, this is a snorkeling tour, my friends.
1: And a lot of kids that were like terrified.
0: Oh, I'll get to that too. So they get on the boat. We all pack in, um, like we're sardines again blessed to be there and uh he's starting to take off and I thought this was like a two-hour ride
1: and he he gets
0: on the mic and he's like hey guys um this this boat boat is slow (laughs)
1: super slow first
0: thing he says I'm like what like that's not a great selling point bro uh and he's like it's gonna take us an hour um to get out to Molokini if we can get there but you're lucky today because rarely do we get out there now mind you this is a tour that sells you going to this place and i go well if you really it's, get out there where the fuck do you take most of these people yeah. the of the
1: is like the crater where it has like a lot of coral reef and you can see like a ton of beautiful you know tropical fish and sometimes sea turtles and dolphins and anyways So that was the plan.
0: Yeah. So he's like, this is going to be a slow ass ride. And I'm like, oh man, that don't sound good. And he goes, and then once we get out there, you'll have like an hour to snorkel and it'll take us an hour to get back. I'm like, well, I guess this is But we
1: won't serve food or drinks until after, until after. And And I'm like, oh my God. And then
0: I'm like, well, this is like some Gilgans Island shit, like a three hour tour. And uh, so anyways, you get out there and it's a cool, it's you're on a boat, right? I'm not going to complain. I'm in Hawaii. I'm on a boat. It's a nice ride out there. It's, it's cool. Like her and I are in the front I just do what I normally do and I just like pretend nobody else exists and I can only see what's in front of me, so I can't even see anybody else on the boat. Well,
1: no. No. Mean, right no? next down on no no the mat.
0: Not until the way back, dude. You're joking? No,
1: the whole time those girls were laying there right next to me on the mat the whole way going there and they were oh, yeah. super loud talking oh, yeah. about Yeah, you're right. Like a bachelorette party right, and all this yeah. stuff and I'm just like
0: See, I had already zoned it out. I'm already in my own space. Oh no,
1: I cannot, I cannot.
0: So it was a crammed ride out there, but we do get out there, and obviously, like we we gear up, get ready, like we go in and we snorkel. And I will say, it is super cool. Yeah. The water is beautiful. You can see the bottom. There's a lot of unique fish that obviously you don't really see in the Mississippi growing up, and a lot of things. So it was a unique experience there. However, I need to bring you back. A lot of these people don't swim. These kids were screaming like they were going to die
1: and you had to line up and go one by one you know into put your flippers on and you couldn't just put your flippers on and jump off you had to go we ended the, up just doing that. yeah i just went on this off the side of the boat because these I'm guys like, they're gonna eat up the whole hour you they know? have
0: your flippers on your life jacket they have a pool noodle and these kids when i say they're screaming like murder they're screaming to get in, like, deathly afraid, because I don't think they've ever been in the water before. I know. And, to and go I in,
1: felt really bad for them. And but to go
0: into the ocean for the first time is probably not the place to do it, probably everybody. Probably not there. Um, and I have a, actually I have a video on my phone that I filmed, because I'm just, I mean, this kid is next to me. Pa, 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 I mean, this kid is fucking and screaming. And a lot of
1: them, you know, and I, I, they didn't speak. Yeah. So I was like, they did, I don't know if they understood the whole experience
0: uh no i think what happens is when you get a big group of people like that and it's like 18 people like one of the one of the people wants to do it yeah. and the other 17 just go along with it and they don't know what they're getting into that's why i always ask yeah. questions when we go on family trips so we do it we, we they all make it back on nobody dies uh obviously
1: and we were like just we had still a good time we were laughing yeah, so and... i had the video
0: of us as this laughing cracking up because like imagine like her Heather and I are there. And there's, like, these younger girls. Like, they could snorkel and the people could swim. And they wanted to be there and they knew what they are getting into. But, like, 30 of the people had no clue what was going on. And just, like, I felt bad for them. Hopefully that they had fun. And, um, you know, the the boat ride back was was, like, enjoyable.
1: Well, I had a couple of drinks. So for it what it, for what it was, it.
0: yeah. And it wasn't until, like, after we got done. Like, it's just the fact that you'd bring your kid on a boat and they don't know how to swim to a snorkeling And they're terrified,
1: tour, and it's just, like, it was just... It was a shit show. Like I if, felt truly bad for them, and I, I just think they... They didn't know, just like me, I clearly was, there was some false advertising when I booked this adventure.
0: But well, you got catfished.
1: Yeah, I did. So, so I was more mad about that, and I know I sound like a brat, but I just, like, you know when you are planning something. And you pay for something. And you expect something. Yeah. And it's just completely opposite of what you thought. That's what happened.
0: But on the way back... It's like the breeze is nice, the yeah. sun is shining, it's a great boat ride. And just ride. to be on
1: the water, like that's all I care about is like...
0: And that's... Just
1: being in the ocean as much as possible. So I'm glad we did it, I'm glad we, you know...
0: And that's how I look at it too, like... Made the best of it. Yeah, you got to go for a boat ride for a couple hours in Hawaii on the ocean, which is pretty sweet. And honestly, it's we'll never forget the story. I know. It's a great time.
1: And then to have like the luxury sunset dinner cruise After, our last night was like the reward it was yeah. like a rewarding experience
0: it's good you didn't do it in reverse because mm-hmm. right. then you'd be really mad Yeah. if you have a great experience then the salt and yeah. you guys have all been there where you've booked mm-hmm. something uh on Viator or TripAdvisor, or you've got an airbnb and you show up and it's like oh you show me this mansion and now i'm in a place where there's like rats running around
1: like we've again, all, we've we all were been grateful grateful to still be able to go and do it and um, but just lesson learned right like make sure you read the fine print the full details don't be in a rush when you're booking adventures and normally I'm really good about researching but I was kind of in a time crunch and I was focused on booking all my work travel and all these you know I was just a lot going on so I just kind of rushed it and that's what happens
0: <laughs> but so that was the best part of our trip, and, and
1: paddleboarding too, like just paddleboarding is like the best in Hawaii. There's so many bays, and then beach hopping, there's so many beautiful beaches, and the water's so different, depending on the beach that you go to, the color there's so many coves and bay oh the funny part when I'm like, let's go on a beach hike and we go to oh, the state park. oh, I forgot all about that, and uh, and I'm like looking on all trails trying to follow what it's telling me directions gps and we start the beach hike but the trail was kind of confusing and we get up to this really pretty view spot and it starts out in like the big beach area but then once we climbed over from the view spot we're in this like secluded little beach small beach which i feel like i've been to i've been to mckenna multiple times going to hawaii which we, is a huge beach huge we've left
0: park. that beach the big one and mm-hmm. went right to the airport yeah from there it's remember one it.
1: of my favorite beaches but i i pretty sure i would remember this little little beach area because once everyone, we everyone's naked everyone was naked everybody everyone was naked dudes dude and we're D- h- and hiking
0: swingin <laughs> girls everything it was flapping around i felt like
1: i was back in europe you know where there's a lot of nude beaches and yeah it was there's um, a
0: big sign that says yeah don't be naked
1: but everyone was and except us then we were kind of trapped because we had to finish well heather wanted
0: to stay no i didn't get naked too (laughs) oh sorry
1: (laughs) but uh we were just like oh no
0: well, you kept walking through and I'm well, like, I was like, I'm, like I this ain't, I'm like, this ain't the way. I'm like, dude.
1: where's the trail connection there? Cause it said to go that way.
0: It reminded me of being at the YMCA as a kid in like 1992 <laughs> when dudes thought it was cool to just like walk around with their dicks swinging and no towels on. And oh like, no,
1: that's how it was in the women's locker room when my mom would take us to like swimming classes. I don't
0: I, think that happens anymore as much. And
1: I just remember like, why are all these like old women just like not covering themselves up? I was like... It like, I still have vivid memories of it.
0: Like, I'm not against being <laughs> naked, but it's like, do you got to put your foot up on a stool and stretch? And like, I feel with like no when I on. go to
1: like the spa at the resort or something, at the resorts here, like women cover up. Like, I think it was back in the day. They just yeah. didn't. Like,
0: you can be naked when you change, but would you like, or they do
1: it super fast? Yeah. You know? But
0: would you walk around and like do activities with no clothes on? <laughs> like, I had to floss my teeth right now. Like, no like you don't have to do that so yeah we did stumble on a naked beach and it's um it was a i'm happy for people who like that's their thing like i mean it evens out tan lines i get it and it's freeing i'm sure mm -hmm. i'm just not a naked i'm not a naked beach kind of dude i don't think that's a thing i could do
1: yeah and one of the other best parts was the we got a complimentary cabana thank you shout out to the wailea beach marriott team and they have amazing cabanas that are actually, look, you feel like you're floating on in the infinity pool. They have a couple different infinity pools, but ours was like more of the calming, res- relaxing um, pool experience. And we just had a day in the cabana, which was so nice. The room view was literally, you didn't even need to leave your balcony because the view was so... We watched the sunset incredible. from there base, every night. basically every night. Yeah. You didn't even have to go down to go watch it. It was just like the perfect central viewpoint so yeah it's really a, appreciate that yes
0: thank you guys because obviously <laughs> if we, any of you listen <laughs> yeah because of heather obviously we get to go uh do that you know obviously like we're older and obviously i work every day and uh, heather basically does the same and you know i've given up a lot to get here and it, we make money now at this point in our life as i'm you know damn near a 40 year old man but it would be hard to it's expensive. The world mm-hmm. is. And because of Heather, we get to do these adventures for, you know, a fraction of the cost, and they throw in a lot of free stuff. So it's pretty cool. So thank you guys. We appreciate it. Definitely.
1: Should we get into it?
0: Yeah. Um this is from two like different uh little articles just talking on like vacation and, and kind of health and relationships. There's one um that's like Forbes based, and then like the US Travel Association has a ton of statistics on this. Some of the stuff like you guys might know and some of it you might not. But when I talk about this, it's just we do these things to feel better um, and like re-energized. And just for me, it's more inspired or motivated. Uh, admittedly, I probably wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't do half these things if Heather wasn't around. And I don't mean that like I just don't need I don't need as much of it as the average person does, even though I do need it sometimes when I don't. Like think I do if that makes sense like I'm obviously a typical American
1: he's horrible he's the when I read these studies he is fits that description of a total U.S. workaholic
0: yeah (laughs) but I like but I like it though I know I would say 90% of the time now I do what I want to do and 10% of the time I do stuff I don't want to do and so I love the process so I don't feel like I need to escape from it however even with that said, when I can step away, because for me, it's hard if I'm in the environment. What I mean is if I'm in Scottsdale and I'm in my home and I'm here, same here. I, I don't get to chill as much. Even if I go to, if it's Savannah or if I go to like uh, Tucson, Marana, yeah. we stay at the Dove Mountain, it's a little bit of a disconnect and I come back here and I'm recharged and I'm better. And mm-hmm. I realize how much I miss it when I'm not here. But I also understand I don't have to be here all the f- time. For
1: us, it's like getting us out of the house and out of the gym office environment is like crucial for us to finally feel like we can disconnect a little bit. And um, you don't have to be super productive every day. But it's struggle for me. And it's extremely hard for Jeremy.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's... um. You know, sometimes you don't know you need to do things until obviously you do them and you you realize like it it is not not escapism because I'm not trying to escape anything, but it's uh, just a time where you can slow your brain down and be a little bit freer and a little bit inspired. And even with that, like just being completely transparent, we can't vacation like normal people. Yeah. That's like, and I don't mean that negatively and like we're not better or worse than anyone. I'm just saying it. When I, cause I obviously I had this super dope room, um, in Maui.
1: We don't sleep in.
0: (laughs) No God, dude. I'm first of all the time change. I'm up at two o'clock in the morning. It's ridiculous. I'll get
1: up at like when the sun rises.
0: I'm on my phone doing emails at 2 a.m. in the bathroom with the lights on to try not to wake her up. But
1: even though I am and I can hear you, (laughs) I know
0: it's. uh, But I can from our room we can see everybody. And I'm not. This is not a judgment statement. I just observe human behavior. I do it here all the time. I meet so many interesting people. It's, it's just part of my DNA. And I'm watching everyone. There's no judgment here. And I'm seeing what they do. Wake up at 6, you know, grab your spot by the pool. It's your vacation. Do what you want. And then for some people, drink for the next 10 hours straight. Like trying to hide from something or escape from something. And I'm just like.
1: And fry their skin. Oh, dude. I can oh tell you. Oh, my god, Dude, I can
0: tell you're from Wisconsin. Because, dude, your, your back is just smoked right now. Um,
1: no umbrella, just full no. sun.
0: Rubbing on the the Maui tan the lotion. The Maui babe lotion, yes. if you know what that means. Or baby I used o. to. I
1: was guilty of it in like high school, maybe in college too. But I also grew up in Washington where there was hardly ever sun. And so when I went on vacation, I lathered up.
0: Get as tan as possible. <laughs> yeah, but I think everybody does who's from those places who's young. And, but when you watch that, and I, I, if they're enjoying it, I think it's awesome. But it just seems to me like I can't do that. That's not what I want to do. It doesn't seem relaxing to me or re-energizing. And that's my goal. Yeah, we'll, do
1: a little, we'll do a little bit of that. And I yeah. do it a little bit more than him. I'll, I can relax by the pool or go to the beach even longer than you. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I can't sit there and be like, have five drinks. I'd be. I'd, be, I'd feel like garbage. Yeah. I'd be a wreck personally. Now that's just me. We, ha- I have to be doing something where I'm having fun and enjoyment. And this isn't a judgment statement, but what I'm saying is I just see so many people who I think go on vacation to escape reality, and that's not why I do it. Mm-hmm. I love my reality, and I like it. And I hope when you take your trips and you are doing things like this, it's not to escape reality, but maybe to just audit or assess or just have fun or just, just pure enjoyment. So you come back feeling better, not like, you need a vacation from your vacation right. because you just went on the bender for a week. That's just my yeah. two cents. And obviously, like in America, we don't we don't vacation like a lot of other countries do. That's our probably our
1: culture th- is is just not for it. Really, it, it, it is, and then it isn't at the same time. It's short, very short vacations. And so this Forbes article, um, the contributor for the article is Caroline Castrillion? Creston? Sure. <laughs> I'll put it, in the, it'll be in the show notes it says American workers are notorious for being workaholics since March of 2020 an overwhelming majority of the U.S. employees have shortened, postponed or canceled their vacation time according to one survey, another recent study found that 26% of respondents had never taken two weeks of vacation at one time and the Center for Economic and Policy Research has gone so far as to call the U.S. the no vacation nation, which you, I, I was trying to think I have never taken two weeks of vacation time, like using my PTO two weeks, uh, never. I've taken one, I remember one Christmas. I took quite a bit of time, but I think it was like 10 days. but that was also counting like weekends. and so it was probably like seven days of PTO. You know, when we went to when we went to Bora Bora, I think it was like a 10 day trip, but like, Maybe. With the flying and yeah. the over a weekend and everything. But well, it
0: takes you, a, by the time you go door to door, it's a day to get there.
1: Um, but in Greece too, it was like maybe eight, nine, nine. But we've never done two weeks, <laughs> which sounds amazing, by the no.
0: way. I mean, I don't know. It's Part of me is like, yeah, it sounds cool. And then part of me, I'm like, it's just, and again, maybe this is my conditioning or programming. Obviously it is because these are not original thoughts I'm having. It seems like that's too long to me
1: well what i could do is like rent somewhere for two weeks or if i had the the hotel hookup and and then do work like a leisure trip business and leisure trip. Yeah, yeah yeah i
0: like that idea better
1: which more people are doing um post during the pandemic and it's kind of a trend that we're continuing to see but This article was also saying that leaving vacation time on the table is taking a toll on employees. A recent study by the WHO, the World Health Organization, found that 745,000 people died in 2016 from heart disease and stroke due to long hours and said the trend might worsen due to the the COVID-19 pandemic, which... I mean, there's a lot that contributes to heart disease and stroke. I mean, that's a lot of it is poor diet and... um, There's genetics, there's different things. Genetics and and not being healthy and active and... But I do think, you know, the the, the stress level that we're seeing in our country is very scary. And I have felt it and I know I feel like everyone has had heightened stress over the years. And kind of feel like you constantly have to be connected with technology, and constantly have to be responding to people instantly via email, phone. And it's just, when does it stop? And so, it said the research found that working 55 hours or more a week was associated with 35% higher risk of stroke and a 17% higher risk of dying from heart heart disease than a work week of 35 to 40 hours.
0: What if your work a hundred hours? I know. I was what like, if, where, I was when <laughs> I read this. I was like, I, I would. I'm curious
1: be, how Jeremy will respond because he literally can work like hundred hours a week.
0: I'm be dead in about a year. I know. Um, I was like,
1: well, maybe we should get your heart checked,
0: dude. This is a jo- <laughs> this is a joke, dude. These guys don't run a business or a multiple, if they are honestly. But again, I this is when I read that, I look at that as like you're going to a job. That you might like it, but it's stressing you the fuck out for 50 of the 55 hours a week. I Tomorrow I'm going to come here. It's early. I'm not stressed to be here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We're having fun.
1: And like yesterday, we were like always Saturdays. I had, you know, such a great time seeing everybody. I was gone for, you know, over a week. and And then it's like him and I work. And for, I don't know, two, three hours after the group session left. And it's... It's not really work to me. Yes, it's time and effort and energy, um, but I love to help out. But then I'm like, well, I guess I do work a lot of hours when it's like I have a full time job and then.
0: <laughs> yeah, but when I think of that, it's like, okay, we're here with the group for this is us. It's fun.
1: Mm-hmm. The- and there's like health benefits to be a part oh, of this God. community, and then also getting the physical activity, the mental health component, and.
0: And then sitting in like like Heather does if it's unless it's like a, one of our like programs like in four K Heather does ninety nine percent of the filming here for me on our stuff like we have all the equipment ourselves and she can take care of it and she films just as good as Anthony or Sean no offense well, guys well you do I've and learned it, over it's the more comfortable when you don't have like like when I don't have a bunch of clothes on or if it's just like you know what to do at this point and so by doing that yeah it's work for us but we know it's going to help people who watch it see it and listen to it so selfishly it does give us something back where it's not just doing data entry for 10 hours yeah. and we don't, there's nobody I'm not yelling at her to do it I'm not telling her she has to be here I'm like hey if you're around can you come in and help me and that's kind of how we communicate it so I, I understand all of this I mean but I do believe and this is even me saying it like I do work a ton um I like most of it. It's not going to be like this forever. Mm-hmm. I know that.
1: That's the whole reason why we're doing it like this is because we do eventually want to scale back. Um,
0: Those things I'll phase out. Especially
1: but... if we became parents and all of that, like that's a huge change. And so we're just putting in the time and energy and effort, even though it gets harder each year as we get older. For sure.
0: <laughs> well, and I also know for me, like if I died tomorrow, I wouldn't be mad. I'm not like, well, I wasted my time. I didn't think I wasted it. I believe like I'm an apple tree and I'm producing apples and I'm giving yeah. people the apples. And
1: taking like, advantage of the opportunity that we have now.
0: Yes. And I, again, I realize how, how blessed I am. And I I've talked about my dad on podcast before, and my mom and my grandma and grandpa, whoever. They didn't have the fucking internet. I do. So I can do things that they could never possibly do.
1: There's so much opportunity there to do whatever you want. If you have a dream, it's like now it's like possible. Well, you it, just have to put in a lot of work, a lot of time, and a lot of years. And I think that's why everyone doesn't do it because
0: <laughs> well,
1: it, can, it can take a decade for you to finally get to where you really are seeing the true results of, of your efforts and meeting those goals that you, those long-term goals that you had set for yourself.
0: Like we'll move forward on this in a second. And one of the biggest reasons I think people don't do it is a, some people don't want to work hard enough either, or you haven't found your passion. But the reality is if you're willing to adjust your lifestyle and not have to have the most expensive, fancy things. And if you're okay working for yourself and if you make $55,000 a year and you're happy as shit doing what you do every day and you can drive a worse car and live in a worse place, like, and when I say worse, like just not as nice, then that's something people can do. And to piggyback off the vacation thing, the people talk about the great resignation, which is a real thing. But I think what you're going to get is the people who don't even apply for the shit moving forward. Yeah. These younger kids are figuring the shit out. They're like, hey, dude, if I can like do my own stuff and make $88,000 a year and I can like drive a Honda 100%. and live in a smaller house, but I don't got to work for like this shithead company, that's what I'm going to do. You're going to see that blow up to a level you've never seen in before. And the
1: amount of times I cringe because I know what is capable and what you can do with starting your own business from nothing. And I've seen it. I've, I've watched you, both of us.
0: Friends of ours.
1: Yeah. And capitalize on this opportunity. And it's like, if I hear one more older person or even some people our age in like corporate, in the corporate environment, say, gosh, like, yeah, it's like you can't get anyone to work these days. What what are they doing just sitting at home and I'm like, "No. They're creating. They are starting businesses." Yes, some of them. There's a percentage that <laughs> for, people are just like for sure being losers. Yeah. But there is a huge percentage of this younger generation or people in our age bracket that was like they're done. They're they're burnt out of the corporate environment and they are ready to do something that they are truly passionate about and if it takes them so many years, but eventually they can make way more way way more than their normal corporate job
0: and even if they and be
1: so much happier and so much more fulfilled and that's the biggest takeaway
0: that's the thing even Mm -hmm. if they make less but you're happier and you have less stress and I've said this before and I know people think I'm full of shit and I mean this today as much as I meant it when I said it at 25 years old I would do this business and work the hours I had to work for forty thousand dollars a year, and if Lifetime called me today and said they'll pay me eight hundred K next year, I'm good doing this. And that's not a knock on that. I go, but I don't want someone to tell me what to do. I don't want to be held to certain metrics. I want to be able to do this the way that I want to do it. Now that's me. I'm willing to. I'm willing to do the hours and eat the shit. And I think what you're going to see is a lot of young kids too are going to figure it out and be like, you know what, this isn't stressful to me. Yeah, it's a lot of time but I like a lot of it and I'm building something for myself and it's important and it's fun.
1: And I can be my own boss and not have to report to anybody and just be flexible and live the life that I want to live.
0: And that's a dream for people. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, again, if your dream is to, you need to work for a fortune 100 company and drive a Ferrari. And that's cool too. respect. If you like it, I go, my thing is chasing happiness. That's the only thing I've ever done. That's all anybody should ever do. I agree. So that goes with the, obviously vacationing too as well um I'll just run through the list quick and move through so the
1: first one was that we oh yeah the first one is vacation time increases mindfulness
0: I I will agree with this because you're out of your normal routine Mm -hmm. for me I'm still I still work every day but things do slow down and I'm not saying I always have the best ideas when I step away but I am not in the machine you're inspired more yes
1: and like just every day in maui it was like we woke up and then we immediately put our cl- well we would go outside on the balcony for a second but then get our clothes on and go do you really
0: have to say get our clothes on do you think they assume well, we okay well, we're do, not naked you, you did I'm want to go to the naked <laughs> beach so i get it right. no,
1: i meant like workout clothes yeah yeah and um we would walk to this great coffee, local coffee shop that was just up the hill. And that was like our routine. And it was just like you feel, you start to feel like you're, after a few days, like, oh, it's like, gosh, I feel like I live here. It's so great.
0: Well, it's just slower for me. Yeah. Like you the don't. Slow pace. You don't get up and check your email. It's I'm not up island, in the dark. The island
1: yeah. vibes, the island lifestyle. And yeah.
0: So I think when you're on, when you're away from, your setting and in your, and again, maybe yours isn't the beach. Maybe it's the mountains. Maybe it's the woods. Maybe you're a downtown, you know, kind of person. And maybe that the chaos, you know, energizes you. Where for me and typically and me. Heather, it's when we can get away from those things. And like if it is a lake or an ocean or like a more nature focused, I'm more mindful in those places than if I'm stuck somewhere where there's a lot of stimulus and it's loud. And I find that when i'm not in my normal, you know, day-to-day work hustle, i have this increased level of just being aware of like where i'm at, where i've been, where i want to go, and like what i want things to look like.
1: And this psychologist from University of Wisconsin in the article was saying that when you have like decreased familiarity, i don't know how as it. it's hard for me to say
0: familiarity? it. Familiarity? Yeah.
1: is an opportunity for most people to be more fully present, to really wake up. And according to another research study in the Journal of Positive Psychology, meditation and vacations appear to have overlapping effects. The report found that both meditation, exercises, and vacationing were associated with higher levels of well-being and increased mindfulness, which I think is pretty cool. 100%. And I totally feel that. Like, I feel so present. Um, and it's, it's well, the best. <laughs> I think
0: you realize... You don't take it for granted because you're not there every day.
1: I just feel so alive. Like when I am traveling for pleasure, for vacation, it's just I f- truly feel like I'm using my time so well because you only get one life, and it's just allows you to really sp- be in the moment and soak up that destination and just get all the feels.
0: Well, because you realize how you're... Pr- sometimes you're never going to go back there again Mm -hmm. so you literally are never going to live that moment again you're never going to be in that space
1: step foot in that area ever again so
0: just to if it is like obviously like Hawaii like your feet are in the sand you can feel like the ocean breeze you can smell it you can see it you can hear everything that's going on Mm -hmm. and you can still do I can still do that here today in my backyard But the reality is I'm probably going to wake up tomorrow and I can do it the next day and the next day and the next day. And not that I don't appreciate it, but there's this heightened sense of mindfulness because I am so
1: aware. Like I'm super heightened. Awareness is like crazy.
0: And I hope you guys will get the same when you Mm -hmm. go places.
1: So next one, vacation time improves heart health.
0: Now, I agree with this for the fact, I mean, if you don't drink and eat like shit uh, on vacation. What I'm saying is, with the vacation time improves your heart health. I think a lot of people It's the opposite. <laughs> well, I, I don't I do think there's less stress. Yeah. like uh, the high
1: blood pressure.
0: Hopefully. But But
1: high blood sugar it says no.
0: I think a lot of people honestly are just working jobs that are making them sick as shit in this whole this whole system we've created I am not a fan of it. Now, I'm a fan of capitalism, obviously. I'm an American. I started a business from nothing, you know, obviously I've created a way for myself in life and I'm happy to help people and it's great. But what we all do, it's so it is so competitive. It doesn't have to be this way. I don't have to work this many hours and I know that. And so I can change it at any time. I enjoy most of it, so I'm cool with it. But a lot of people aren't in the same boat, or they don't think they can change it, or they're in a different station of life, and they're having to do this right now, wake up, traffic, grind, hustle, fill my body full of shit, come home, pick up the kids, do this, mortgage payment, car payment, student loans, whatever. And it's just, just this thing where they're just... A cycle. The stress is killing them, even though they don't see it. And it doesn't have to be that way. So if you can step away from it, like a lot of the research here shows it can be better for, obviously, your heart and blood pressure. The goal would be to not have to go on vacation to get the reprieve, but the point is is that people aren't even taking vacations because, A, the world is so crazy expensive, they have all this other shit, they don't have money, or they don't think they can take a vacation the way that they want to, even though they could step away and do something that's obviously less financially damaging and get a break for their health. But this one, they have a study where it shows, uh, I mean, this one lists dudes, like a nine-year study followed more than 12,000 middle-aged dudes at high risk for heart disease. In the end, it's the ones who took more yearly vacations were less likely to die of any cause, including heart attacks and cardiovascular problems.
1: And I would, I would wonder if there's like a link with those people that they've made it a priority to take that time off. So they, I would assume that they would take better care of their overall health. In general, and make themselves a little bit more of a priority than those who completely work all the time, never take a vacation, don't prioritize prioritize their own health. But
0: I think so. I'm,
1: the I'm other, the other, curious to know more about it.
0: The other two tie in here, where it's just vacation time. Obviously, reduces stress and can boost brain power, which obviously we talked about a little bit. And there's obviously studies. Um, that they have by the American uh, Psychology Association that does correlate with this. Obviously, if you're in Hawaii, hopefully you're having less stress than if you're working your job as a surgeon or a lawyer or an accountant or something. You're on a beach drinking a beer. Like, hopefully you can just, like, chill the hell out for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, That is probably the biggest thing for people. And obviously, you know, if you understand your hormones and how they work, when your cortisol... And adrenaline and things are like obviously in fight or flight nonstop. Uh, If you can step away from that, hopefully you don't have to, you know, only get that two weeks a year or however much vacation you have. You could do it periodically. But if you can step away on your trips and do things like that, I do think that's beneficial to your overall health. And then the last one they have is just how the vacation time can improve sleep. And I don't know how normal people sleep. I guess I'd have to ask. I don't ask people here enough, like how they sleep on average. But I do think you're not on a schedule.
1: Yeah, normally I sleep really well.
0: Um, well, think about when you go to work. So you leave the not on,
1: not on work. Trips. You go on a work trip tomorrow. Mm-hmm.
0: And when we. So for, we flew into LAX and then we bounced to Hawaii. That night in LA, I slept like shit. Um, probably for a handful of reasons. But one, I think because I was so paranoid about if I don't wake up early enough.
1: Yeah, to we, get your flight. for work trips for me it's like always being on a schedule so okay what's the agenda tomorrow and then or where do I have to be tomorrow or how am I going to get to this meeting do I need to rent a car take an uber how much time is there traffic so like at night all I can think about is the next day but like on vacation specifically in Hawaii I just made sure we really had like no schedule I didn't want to schedule a lot of activities um yeah well and it just it's like so it's such a great feeling,
0: <laughs> and that's I guess that's the point of it is when you are on if it's vacation and if it's you know if you have kids or something it's obviously different because they're gonna come slapping in the face and be like hey mom and dad let's go to the pool and it's six a.m. If it's just you and like your spouse and you don't have to set an alarm, I think that's where they're driving at. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be anywhere. You can have this kind of slow process. Yeah, I didn't in the set morning.
1: my alarm once. He set his alarm and. So that would wake me up in Maui.
0: Well, there is. This, uh,
1: I was so annoyed. I'm like, why do you need to set your alarm? I don't get it.
0: Well, I don't because I'm up anyway. But.
1: Yeah. Like, turn it off.
0: I, it's just a habit, bro. I'm the way He's that I. He's like I'm the, the king of habits. That I am. And
1: to break a habit. It's like.
0: It's a really rare, dude. It's got me here. Okay. Uh, so the point of us rambling on, we're already been talking shit for an hour, Um. Just that the travel, vacations, just stepping away from your normal routine. If you're in a relationship, I do think it can strengthen it. And it can do things to break you out of kind of the routine and the rut that you kind of find yourself in.
1: Right. I found this other um, document from the U.S. Travel Association. And they had a study, a survey from, where did I list it? Edge Research conducted and performed this study, but couples who had traveled together have healthier, happier relationships compared to those who do not. According to this survey from the US Travel Association, couples in a romantic relationship report traveling together makes them significantly more likely to be satisfied in their relationship, communicate well with their partners, enjoy more romance, have better sex life, spend quality time together, and share common goals and desires. And obviously not every vacation is perfect. Like we didn't have everything be perfect uh, during this trip, but you make the best of it. And overall, I feel like it's always brings us together. Um, We kind of reconnect. We have really great conversations. And there's basically three key findings that emerged from this survey. It's number one, travel has long-term benefits for couples. Number two, Travel helps build and maintain relationships. And number three, travel ignites romance and intimacy.
0: I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I would say this too, and I've said this before on here like a million times. If you're thinking about marrying somebody, this is my marriage advice here as I'm an old married guy. um, You should travel with them more than once and as far as you can possibly go. And you should live that you know, 10 days with them, seven days with them and do that multiple times and see how that person reacts when 14 things go wrong because it inherently will. And that my friends is who you marry. That's who you're going to like be connected to forever. How do they react in, I'm not saying it's a, a, you know, crisis mode really, but in a stressful situation where they're tired, they're hangry, you know, hormonal, whatever the, however you want to phrase it. And they're just having like their shit they've reached their breaking point and that's the person you're going to be connected to because you do have all those experiences there and that's what to me that's like what travel is it's like we have all these shared experiences together like because you've been through all these places and you kind of like you pay the price to get to this awesome you know destination essentially is what's going on yeah and you'll get you'll obviously like anything like you know things don't go perfect but you learn a lot about each other you do and you have these conversations. And it's this is how it is every day anyways, in, in my opinion. Even when you're in your home life, like this is your team. This is, this is the person that you rely on every single day. But when you travel, it really is. Because you two are in a different state. You're in a different country. Nobody else is around. You have to, you're stuck with them, for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. So you're relying on them for certain things while you're there. Especially if you're traveling and you don't feel well. That's the person that's going to take care of you or they're having an issue. And vice versa, you guys do that. That does strengthen a relationship. And I do think all shared experiences do. But especially when you're out of your own element. And that's the only person you can rely on. That's what it does. And obviously, you know, I think for a lot of Americans too, if we speak freely, like the intimacy stuff for surely does. Because A, you're not in your normal routine. If you're a person who has like a bunch of kids at home, I don't even know how you navigate it. I'm sure you figure it out. But when you're on vacation, you're there. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't got to go to sleep as early. You don't got to get up as early. You're probably having a couple drinks. And you're willing to kind of, you know, risk it all.
1: And or like, <laughs> a couple different people asked if we were on our honeymoon, which made me feel real good. I'm like, oh, do I still look like I'm 27? See, or?
0: you keep thinking like, no, they be like, no, this is my fourth marriage. <laughs> uh, I'm just, just here fucking around.
1: Um, well, it, it is a
0: honeymoon place. It is.
1: Far. In in like, at the resort, we were one of the younger people. <laughs> Mostly, we're older. Um. But this also says couples who travel together are more likely to say that they share similar goals and desires, that they have a good balance of time together and apart, that they have shared hobbies and interests, that they agree on how to spend money, that they laugh and have fun together, and that they handle differences well, and that their partner is patient and that they are best friends, which, I mean, I really feel like traveling together brings out all of those topics and so if you are looking for a partner or if you're in a relationship it's very key to uh to remember these and hopefully learn more if you if you kind of struggle in this area with being in a relationship I think it can be really helpful
0: or obviously if you are you know for if it's us like speaking at this point if you are married you're out of your normal routine individually and together which is super healthy so meaning like tomorrow you're gone
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're gone all week yeah so i don't see you at all like you don't even exist
1: aren't you excited
0: i actually am <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh just me and Jason. rude <laughs> you know i will miss you for sure i probably will cry um monday mm, night i hope so to sleep so your pillow will be wet with my tears um no i'm fine like you know me um we're different like that. We're just, like
1: even in Maui. It was like
0: that. But so, we. We're, before you interrupted me here. Oh, sorry. So you'll be gone all week. I'm going I'm getting to that. And but in a normal week, if you're here, I get up on Monday morning, and maybe you have something to do. Maybe you can come in here. Maybe you can't. I don't see you all day. Yeah. And I see you for on a normal like work day. I might see you for what two hours
1: mm-hmm.
0: most. But then Heather has to get eight eight thousand steps every no. five minutes, so she <laughs> goes for a walk every night for four hours. No, I and don't. So I'm a, dude, do you not? I go for a walk. how many steps do you okay. take a day?
1: On average, I always try to hit ten but, thousand. But I'm like no, like twenty thousand. No, and and uh, but gosh, if you sat on your ass all day, I'm just fucking with on you your dude. laptop, which are most of my days. It's like I am I terrified of like just being sedentary it's so unhealthy and so we have a great canal path and so i love to just listen to a book or a podcast or music and get out there and get my steps in
0: yeah so what i'm but saying is it's
1: like, super hot out and we no, go at a different time so i have to wait now well, yeah, i have to wait typically when he's like eating i usually wait till after you eat dinner and then i go
0: yeah well again in your defense i'm asleep about yeah 40 minutes after that anyways but in a normal work day, I might only see you most of the days, like maybe one or two days a week. It's a little bit different, but a normal work day for me, because we, because I still run a physical, obviously business. And then with the internet, it eats up my life. I see you two hours in a day. And of those two hours, I might be present with you an hour of it. Really? Yeah. And so when we're on vacation, it's at least, you know, 10 times that. Yeah. Which is cool. So you can actually sit down. What I'm saying to everybody is I'm sure your life is comparable and similar. You work, your wife works, or she works, and you don't, or vice versa, whatever. Even if it is you have kids and one of you does or doesn't work. How many – and that's what I'm saying – that's what I'm getting at. When you're present, I'm not saying you're in the house for five hours together. That's not – if Heather's in her office on calls and I'm out you know, in the backyard, we're not together. We're in the same place, but we're not present together. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying to you is if you think about your normal work day, how many hours a day are you and your wife or husband present together? It's not that many. And that's where if you can step away from the routine, it's forced, whether you want it to be or not. We're in a hotel together. Mm -hmm. We're not on our computers. We don't have to be on our phones. We can just sit, and obviously like Hawaii is an extreme example, just sit there and watch the sunset. We can talk or we don't have to talk, but we're there together having a shared experience. And when the longer you do that, it was my point is over the course of days and there's multiple hours, you're going to have different conversations about different things. Here's what, you know, I, here's what I'm feeling. Here's what I'm feeling. Here's what I what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. Here's what we want to do together. Here's my vision for the future.
1: It's a great checkpoint, like a great way to like check in with each other and like your goals as a couple and I think it's just super healthy and it's also like we don't have to do everything together on even on vacation I'm like nope I'm going to the beach like he had to do some work on he didn't really work that much but a little bit and so then I like well I just, try to do it I'll go do my super own thing, early so it doesn't affect or like I'll day. go on a walk I wanted to just check out all of there's like again all the luck
0: 20,000 steps a day well, even in Hawaii I do my th- well. No, for you, your because your interests are different, right? Mm-hmm. So Heather would be like, well, I want to go walk and see. Obviously, if you go to Maui, the Wailea, every nice property is in not a row. all the
1: luxury properties. Not ex- every, not all of them, but majority of them, because the other ones are on Kapalua. But I wanted, I hadn't been there in years, and so beautiful path by the way, <clears throat> such a beautiful walking path, and you can do the ocean side, and then you can also do the golf course side, and so i did that multiple days but like one of the days i went on a really long walk um because i wanted to tour i stopped at each property because they're like our competition and so i wanted to see like what renovations have been done like what's going on with this property and so it was super helpful but yeah it's like i don't have to be together with you 24/7 on vacation. I'm like, you went on, you did your own thing, but I mean, majority of the time we are together, which is great. Yeah, which is awesome. if
0: I want to go like and again so it, the time difference is great and I'm like, "Well, if I want to watch, you know, uh, the Western Conference Finals, yeah, I can watch I went watch,
1: down to the pool.
0: I can watch Golden State do this and maybe you want I wanna...
1: love basketball, but I'm like, yeah. Well, I and I suggested I was trying to compromise. I'm like, "Hey, do you want to do it like it was so busy though, but I'm like down by the pool restaurant they had like some TVs but I'm like it was mm. packed so I was like
0: but I can just pop up in these this I basically know. sliding door have, have an ocean view, view yeah. and watch basketball Now that's my thing mm-hmm. so we don't have to do it together so that's my you know relaxation time and she can have hers doing a different thing so again, obviously you don't have to be connected at the hip but the the point being is you can do that or you you can make these decisions and the, obviously the longer you're married you kind of know your process and, and their process in real life and in vacation time. Like where if, if you want to do 900 things and I want to do nine things, we can do that or vice versa. It's just knowing that obviously about your partner and being there. But you're, you're having conversations, you're more present, and you're learning more about that person where sometimes in normal life you don't. Like there's conversation. Like I'm not going to share all this shit, but like you and I had a conversation even when we got back. Mm -hmm. You know, where you're sharing stuff with me that you wanted to share for a long time that you didn't before. Now, if we don't go take a trip and do that, like, does that happen? Now, we communicate all the time anyways. Yeah. Like every day. Um, I think more so than a lot of people. Just because, like, I don't, like, obviously for, like, I don't want to go to sleep, you know, upset at you. And hopefully you don't want to go to sleep upset at me. But I want to solve the problem, like, right there. But even with that, there's things that might go on in my day. But because I was so busy and I only saw you for an hour, I didn't get to tell you. Mm-hmm. Where if we're we have this extended time away from work and the normal shit, we can do that. Yeah. And for us, like vacation does that. And some of the best memories we have are, you know, not that we don't have great memories, you know, here fucking around, but yeah, it's you filming me or you know, us doing a project or and the podcast is fun, but it's us having this experience that's just you and I.
1: And just like creating these memories that. I just they're just that's what, always, li- that's what life is right and for me it's just a huge part of my dream life was always to experience new places or go back to my favorite places and create memories together with you or friends or family and like that's just so important to me.
0: Well I think it does two things Like one you know you're gonna you're probably gonna be more intimate or like at least more in touch and, and have a An inclination to at least communicate more with your partner when you're stuck with them, unless you're just going to be in a a hotel room or wherever you're at and not talk for a week, which seems like it'd be painful and weird. Uh, But what it does is you will find other interests and things you do enjoy doing together. Or maybe you experience something new that you like that you didn't knew you like before and that your partner and you both enjoy doing mm-hmm. and just stuff that we wouldn't do. Like obviously we live in the desert. I'm not going snorkeling here. Like it's just not a thing. Like, but for us to go do that, they're like, that's what we do. Yeah. And then we can take our interest that we like here where I enjoy hiking typically not around a bunch of dudes with their junk out, but you know, <laughs> we can go hike.
1: In- I should have chose. I was like, Oh, we could do these like beautiful waterfall hikes, but they're like further away. And I chose the beach hike.
0: You know, it was cool. The view was cool. Yeah. On the once until you got to. And the – And we
1: didn't finish it. I know there was like a like a better section, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we had enough. But point yeah. being is that you can do things. Uh, you would discover new things that you enjoy doing together that maybe you didn't know before. And I guess the whole the point of all this is when you're on vacation or you're stepping away from work and you're traveling, it's going to lower the stress in your life, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And it's going to give you a time to be mindful. Reflect. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but even more than that, just really be present where you are. Because I've talked, I talked about this with Doug White uh, on Friday. And I think this is a huge problem for a lot of people. We get so busy working in our life. Like we don't step back and just work on our life. Meaning we're so inundated right now with work schedules And all the responsibilities and things we have to do. And again, I'm not immune to it either. Like I navigate the best I can. But when things are going 100 miles an hour every day, how the fuck can you possibly just stop and be like, wow, you know what? I'm doing all of these things each day and they're not making me happy. And I'm doing all these behaviors and patterns I find myself stuck in that aren't serving me. Maybe they never were, but they sure aren't now. And what they're doing is they're creating an unhappiness and a discontentment in my life and probably my partner's life. And then that is making our relationship be worse. And then you find yourself, you know, trying to escape reality, like all the time. And then especially on vacation. And I think when you are on a, on a trip or you're stepping away from that, like you get a chance to really do some self-reflection and be like, you know what, I don't want to do this this way anymore. And that, that's what I would say to people. And I don't want to make this super serious. Sometimes vacation is just like you, you know, drinking wine and, and banging with your partner. And that's super cool, too. You know, like, you need to do that. I go, but sometimes there's more to it, you know, that you do that before or after. Like, where you just have this, like, you know what? Do we really want to live where we're living? Yeah. Do we want to, you know, really do this, like, with our careers? Or do we
1: want to continue, yeah, just doing what we're doing now? Or do we want to... Make a big change. and
0: What do you see, you know, the future for us in two years, three years, five years? So nobody can predict the future, but you can have a conversation like what trajectory yeah. do you want to be on? Because it's know. tough to do that, I'm sure, on a Wednesday when you got work deadlines and your one your spouse is, is traveling.
1: constantly distracted with other things and other responsibilities. And so when you can step back and step away, you can have that clarity, hopefully.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So I do think again if you're if you're thinking that like when I say vacation it doesn't mean fancy it just means
1: take time off. Yes. And go do something that you love or with friends or family or and just yourself. That's super healthy to do as well traveling alone or just going doing a day trip.
0: I'm a huge fan of that. And honestly if even if if you're the person who can relax in their own environment like let's say you know your spout like Heather will be gone this week it's I'm not saying I can't relax when you're, you're, you are there but it's just different where I'm out of the normal routine of us
1: mm-hmm.
0: and even if there's some days like I feel like I need to rush home and that's why I feel sometimes I want to rush home to hang out with you
1: well I appreciate that you know what I mean yeah well I do
0: that's what I think about I'm like that's my and this is off topic and I'll let I'm you guys so go in a cool. second <laughs> some days you are but some days <laughs> you're a terrorist dream. you're not the best person to be around <laughs> uh, for a lot of reasons uh and vice versa for vice me vice versa sometimes i'm just
1: a crazy, crazy crazy guy
0: you can't call me crazy remember why remember didn't you tell me that like i couldn't call you crazy
1: you can't call females crazy <laughs> oh you <can> call dudes a
0: <laughs> pair see equal but title nine see, right equal. no one
1: likes being called crazy <laughs>
0: Title nine, equal but separate. That's what that means, Michael Scott. Uh, No, I don't mind. What I mean is like I'm intense, obviously. Intense. In the way that, um, if I care about something, for sure. Point being is, you know, (laughs) you just, you need to, I guess, always be checking in with yourself. And I know sometimes it's difficult when you're always in, you know, full-on work mode. And for a lot of people stepping away and reassessing and asking yourself the right questions and asking the right questions of your spouse and you guys asking the right questions together can make all the difference between like, you know, hey, should we even be together? Is this even what we want to do? Like having these open, honest conversations with each other instead of just, hey, we're going to work our fucking face off, do all this stuff, go on vacation, get shit faced every day, numb ourselves, do drugs, not communicate, and then go back to our normal shit life. That's not what a vacation is for
1: me. And for us, like it's super hard sometimes to like take time to like celebrate or really hard for Jeremy, celebrate accomplishments. So like me planning this Hawaii trip was also just to celebrate like a lot of things, but um, like the business side, like the product launch of the app, because we literally got it done and launched and live that the week that we left right before we left. Yeah. So it was like, yay, we got that huge project done. Now we can, like, have this week to relax and, and celebrate, you know?
0: You know, and, being, and it's me being completely transparent. Like, I am the fucking worst at that. Like, if I do something... I mean, I do a lot of things bad. But if I do something bad, that's got to be it.
1: He's awful. That's um, why I usually take the initiative to Because,
0: plan. and honestly, like, I wish... I don't even want to share this. Like, I wish I wouldn't even talk to Sean before I left. Because then I got so... And I love him. It's not his fault. It's my fault.
1: I know. You came home super intense. Well,
0: because I got... And then I got ramped up. And I'm like, well, if this is what it could be... And I'm... I'm, I'll say this. I'm terrible at that. I am very patient.
1: Very patient. To a T.
0: Um, I'll probably die waiting for shit to happen. (laughs) (laughs) But... I just, I get so ramped up and in, in sometimes in the things, I, it's hard to... And
1: achieving goals, like so goal-oriented goal and metrics and yeah data-driven It's hard mindset. for me,
0: and if I can't for some reason get past that in my brain, it's hard for me to enjoy anything. It's hard to be present. So I could be somewhere, but I'm not there. And I, I fucking hate doing that. And as I get older, that's why I, I talk about it with you guys and I harp on it to her. I'm like, I'm just here right now. Mm -hmm. I can't talk about that right now. I can't worry about that.
1: It's setting boundaries.
0: And honestly, like even when we're somewhere, and this is, I'll let you guys go in a second. I keep saying that. Um, Like when you're on a, if we're on like, if we're on a catamaran, if we're on a hike, if we're at the beach, if we're wherever, and I'm not talking, it's not because I'm like, I'm just there. Mm -hmm. I don't need to say anything. I don't need to talk about how beautiful the sunset is or the view is. I just want to just be here. And smell it, <laughs> and hear it, and breathe, and just shut the fuck up. And I'm and like, like the opposite. I'm like just let me I'm be like, here.
1: Like I'll be present, but I have to voice it. Like I'm like, oh my god, look how beautiful that hibiscus is. Oh my gosh, look at the water. Look at the watercolor. I don't mind. Oh my I gosh. I don't look mind. At- <laughs> I
0: don't mind that. I, that that's okay. It's in. This, I'm not trying to knock on you. It's like, and then
1: I'm like, no comment. Okay, keep walking. Well, first
0: of all, um, you guys, I don't know what a hibiscus is. Um, I, how do
1: you not know what a hibiscus is? Okay,
0: easy there. Like,
1: it, there's an emoji of a hibiscus.
0: Heather is so like flower centric. <laughs> oh, look! Like we we were at dinner with friends the other night. Uh, what was it? Their bougainvillea? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at their bougainvillea. Isn't it beautiful? I'm like, yeah, it's great. I na- love like I like, their neighbor has it too. But she goes so hard on the flowers. Like, dude, I'm a, like a middle aged guy from the Midwest. <laughs> you know, like, that's not that's not my thing. I know. It's just like,
1: it's actually gotten worse. My dad and older. I. Older. I'm gonna be that, just like my grandmas. They, the old flower. And they were lady. so talented though, gardening and their flowers. And I think that's where I get it from.
0: I will say, we had roses in my backyard mm-hmm. as a kid.
1: Yeah, my, grandmas love roses. Yeah.
0: But I'm out of, anyway, my point is I'm not a flower guy. I don't mind that. It's if we're, let's say I'm trying to enjoy a sunset and Heather's, you know, had a glass of wine and she's just a little bit looser and she just wants to like talk my ear off and I'm like, hey, dude, (laughs) let the sun go down and you can talk shit all night. I just need this, like, I need this time right here. Uh, But that's me. That's my process. That's your process. And it's understanding each other. But my point was I just try to be present where I'm at and it's very hard for me. And I know a lot of you listening, do struggle the same way when you have something on your mind and it's taking you over. And it's, at least I do. It's just, you know, OCD just, it's just a fucking hamster wheel and it's just over and over. And I'm running through every scenario and I can't let it go. It's tough, man. And uh point being is sometimes stepping away from your life can help you alleviate some of that and you can kind of reset and hopefully not be as crazy. And helping
1: your partner out. If you are in a relationship like helping them once you learn more about each other, it's like I know how to make him relax more in certain environments. That's why I have to get him out of these environments or, you know, let's do this adventure. Let's do this activity. And like I just try hard sometimes to have you like escape from your crazy brain. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So the point is like to have a if you have a partner who you guys have, you know, comparable skill sets but someone who's drastically different from you. That's complementary to what you do. Because I have
1: a hard time too. Like I'm constantly wanting to do more.
0: You do the same things I do mm-hmm. and you're just as psycho, but just in different arenas. Yeah. And I can see it in you and obviously I can see it in myself, but you can see it in me too. And so we know when each one of us is kind of tripping. Yeah. And we can kind of fix each other. Because what the worst thing you could be is with someone who's exactly like you mm-hmm. in the exact same ways. Like, I like that you're like me and vice versa, but just in different ways. Right. Because, God, being with, like, a me would be fucking terrible. Oh, the worst. So, hopefully, you guys find that in your relationship. But the point is, travel. Take a trip. <laughs> yes. Small, big, whatever. Plan it, though. If nothing else. Do um, something. Yeah. And, again, it doesn't got to be, you know, super extravagant. Because,
1: clearly, you know, we understand how... The economic environment right now is just insane. And everything, everything is costing more. So even if it's camping or a day trip, do something.
0: Yes. Just if it's you guys finding time to step away from... Or take
1: a day, just take a day off and do nothing. Or, you know, do something locally. Just take the time off. That's what's there for if you have vacation time.
0: Yeah. I do think, you know what, that is a great thing. I do need to do that. Mm -hmm. Just take and just be...
1: Like have a whole day of just not working. Can you go 24 hours?
0: I don't think I want to do that, but I could do. He is so crazy. It just—I don't know. I gotta. I gotta. I know. Obviously, the first step is identifying you have a problem, and I clearly, <laughs> I clearly do. But I love you guys. That's why I want to keep creating awesome shit to help you guys.
1: I got a pack for my work trip, by the way. So.
0: Oh. Heather has other places to be, everybody. (laughs) So hopefully that helped. Heather's actually going on a trip. It's not a vacation, but at least it's to an awesome place. So yeah. I hope you have fun. So Cal. Yeah. Thank you, guys, as always. And again, if you guys um, have any questions on this, obviously just ask. If you have not downloaded the Jeremy Scott Fitness app, it's just jeremyscottfitness.app. It's a dollar for the first month. Again, you guys, I am pouring so much stuff into here to try to help you no matter what your budget is or matter where you live. If there's things you want to see in there or you have requests, just ask it. We'll eventually get to it and we'll film it. This thing is three weeks old and there's already like a thousand videos in there and I'm loading my personal stuff every single week. Literally this weekend we just filmed like 20 more full-on kind of just what I would consider pretty gangster videos. There's a brand new program that's coming out in a week from now. And in July, we have an amazing transformation that I can't share yet, where we're doing an awesome prize, which if you win it, will end up actually bringing you here. That's all I can say for now, but it will be amazing. And the, the program itself is going to rip your face off in a really healthy inspiring positive way so and again if you want athletic green sample you want a beam sample or any of the other podcast sponsors they're in the show notes if you guys got spotify drop us a five star we appreciate it if you're an apple podcast five star leave a review and if you want to share this with somebody who wants some stories about two crazy kids who are not really kids anymore but have been married and hanging out for a long time send this along we'd appreciate it thank you heather as always
1: thank you guys
0: And thank all of you, and I'll be back on Friday with my girl Carmen, and that is going to be an amazing podcast. If you have not yet listened to the Doug White podcast, he's the Major League Baseball pitcher. It literally, maybe the first 30 minutes is about kind of that. The next two hours plus, I promise you guys, it's going to take you down a rabbit hole that's really going to help you. If you're going through some shit right now, so give that a listen as well. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.